Flipping out radio. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Uh, we all need a lesson in sensitivity. <laughs> That's not New Jersey. We should respect others' opinions. We should respect uh, constructive discussion and debate. And that part I did see and I don't like. And I don't think we should feel good about that. As you can see, I'm, uh, I'm uh, low on the gas tank on the voice side. Perfectly legal. Okay, go ahead, test. Testing, testing, one, two. Mike is hot. That was nice. Check, testing, check. Oh, it's really you go. Bloomfield, New Jersey, on this June 25th of 2023, my wedding anniversary! Happy anniversary! One year down in the Chris and James marriage. And hard to believe in a way, because I mean, we do get the podcast fairly often, but not all the time. It's not like we do it weekly, certainly not daily. It's not a radio show, it's a podcast that just kind of pops up every now and then. And you know, we try to do it as often as we can, but Considering the fact that we don't, I feel like it feels even more or less so like it's been a year when I talk to yeah. you guys in a way. Yeah. Like it feels like it wasn't more than like a few months ago that we were like, oh, I can't believe you guys can't make it. The stupid COVID, yeah. you know, like that type of thing. When she said it was a year ago, so you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. It's and um, it's funny because, you know, it's starting to get a little hotter these last couple of days. Yesterday the heat picked up. In the morning, I was like, wow, this is like a very different. June weekend than when we got married because that day was blazing hot. Yeah, I was sweating my ass off in my little suit up there, um, like you know, taking pictures with Chris where the photographer would tell us like to touch foreheads and stuff. Really? Oh yeah. That's and I was like, here we go, and he'd be like, I'm gonna be sick because like I was so sweaty. <laughs> it was like you know. Oh, that's sweat funny. on the forehead. That's really funny. And uh, he would never tolerate that. Like I'm, I'm always messing with him. Like if we're out somewhere, I'm, I'll be like, oh, um, I'm just gonna use your sleeve real quick yeah. to wipe my forehead because I'm a little sweaty. And he'll be like, you know, get away from me. You know, like right. that type of thing. And you call it a forehead. I know. Yeah. he calls it a forehead. Forehead. That's pretty cool. I know a few people. Because it is actually four. But I guess I'm. I'm continuously like pronouncing it as far. Yeah, because I guess you could arguably say, I mean, because especially when you're touching. Is that like a Jersey accent thing? I don't know, because you're touching foreheads. So you could hardly call it forehead. It's a close head at that point. Yeah, I don't know why I say it that way. I don't know what that is. But I've I never th- noticed that. Well, now you know. Now you know, yeah. Well, now I'm going to try to really emphasize for. <laughs> You know what it is? For some reason, and I guess that is maybe a Jersey thing, because sometimes when R's are involved, I say things in a weird way. But you're not from Boston, so you don't, like, just silence the R. But R, no. Good, okay. But if anything, maybe I... I maybe I overemphasize it. Interesting. Because like you guys are pointing out, it's you have to have that E in there. So the mm. four is like how you soften it a little bit at the end as far as I, I'm just like F and R. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, that's what I'm doing. Forehead. And uh, 
Because like I have like definitely every now and then, but I'm, I'm trying to think of other ones that I've been accused of, like with coffee or dog. Like I sometimes oh. people will say like, oh, you get a little bit of that jersey. It also could be a potato potato thing, right? I guess so. Yeah. Forehead. Tends to get a little sweaty after now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway. But oh, that by was the a way. A year ago, and now it's starting to pick up heat-wise, and I'm like, okay, yeah. this is sort of putting me back in mind of when we got married. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, I mean, there's a lot going on this month, which we can talk about, including the, um, you know, Pride Month and everything. Oh, yeah. But before I forget, I have to let you know I received a phone call earlier today okay. from the front of the parade, the Pride Parade in New York. Now, I know you're here with me. They said they are willing to proceed with the parade even though you won't be there to cut the ribbon. And I want to let you know that I got that contact done and you've been given express permission from the community to be here instead. Oh, so you're saying I was given permission to not go to the gay parade? Well, from them, yeah, because they expected you to cut the ribbon and you weren't able to. So I called and said, listen, he's got a podcast with me. Can you have anyone else cut the parade? You know what's funny about that is that I was thinking about the fact that in the, like, famous historic gay neighborhood of New York there. Yeah. One of the main things is Christopher Street. Yes. And with my husband being Christopher, oh, my middle name is also Christopher. Oh, shit. So, Jada, you were asking before we started, like, is it something where, you know, you're born or you choose? I think maybe there's a little destiny involved, you know, all this Christopher. <laughs> wow. You so know? you might have, like, thought you were straight, but you didn't realize that deep down there was, like, this Christopher, like, sort of tugging at your soul tugging at your heart tugging at your emotions ultimately tugging on your, your little chode there. I let you just go with that <laughs> I, I kind of saw it coming from a mile I didn't plan that and shocker by the way that he would go with something sexual I know that's surprising to you I know that's surprising to you but um yeah exactly we're honored to be here it is pride month your one year anniversary yeah. and the pride parade is happening and of all the things you could be thinking of doing you could be right now walking down the street in a 69 position with Chris oh. on top of you oh. during the parade but you're here with me and actually what's sick and kind of sad is you could do that at the parade now. you probably could yeah and they'd, be, they'd cheer you for it but yeah but he's right. taller than you so it, it, would be, it would look strange his legs would be dangling like yeah, so. there could be some sort of like apparatus or something like that maybe yeah like holding him in place and right. I don't know if He's strong, not that he's weak, but is he strong enough to hold you upside down? Right, right. Yeah, that I'm, getting little, little, I'm getting a little concerned. Like, you know, like when your footing's not that strong underneath you, or like a, you get on a chair and like you're wondering right. if it's going to come out from under you, the ladder's not that sturdy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I sort of like? That way right I'm now. picturing him like on a throne, sitting in like this bedazzled throne, like that's like, you know, on a we on wheels, moving him down uh -huh, the parade. Uh -huh. And you're standing on a platform just above him, sort of perched down. And he's like, as he's waving, like licks up and like licks your cock and balls and then looks back and you're oh, just sitting there and you're waving God. to yeah. It's awful. I mean, like, geez, <laughs> I don't know how you do it with this guy sometimes. I don't know. Because like, again, but, what, but what's sick, well, first of all, he we shouldn't be. That, exactly. And you shouldn't be figuring that out right. of all That's, people. again, that is the key distinction. But at the same time, I do have to just say, it's awful to think about. And this is me being judging and I am judging and I'm, I'm making a point of that. But that could be seen at, at a pride parade. It could be. Days. Sure, why not? All's fair. Shouldn't be. <laughs> so it's a, do you think it's going to be a big turnout? I mean, I assume it's happened already. Oh, yeah. I think the parade was at noon today. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, they likely did have a big turnout. I don't know. I mean, I, I know that there was some trepidation amongst people that go to these kinds of things mm -hmm. because of all the Bud Light and Target Okay, stuff. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And thinking that, like, maybe there was going to be some sort of, like... But, I mean, 
But there was no, I mean, you didn't hear any reports or anything? No, no, I haven't. And, and I mean, like, you know, honestly, I think the things, and this is me, I'm saying this as a member of the so-called LGBTQ, I don't have enough time to say the rest of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think that there, it's like a healthy pushback against the pride stuff right now. Because it's like oh. people who are kind of like, all right, let's chill. You know what I mean? Like, it's enough. And especially, that's actually taking out the nuance of, like, the trans stuff, which I actually kind of do feel, like, is the kind of thing that at the at the least should be saved for, like, adults to make a decision about. You know okay. what I mean? Like, the transitioning stuff and all well, that. Well, yeah, I, I can't disagree with you. I just feel like those kinds of comments could get you shot uh, in a month like this from your own community. No? Maybe I feel protected to say it. <laughs> Yeah, what I'm saying. I like, guess you are safe. And if anyone questions, I'm probably not. But there would probably be like they, there would probably be like plenty of people in like the most hardcore sections of like San Francisco and New York, maybe L.A. who would probably like say you're banned from having gay. No, sex. dude. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's your life. All they might be hardcore, but the second they see you like holding Chris's hand, and if you start let's say fucking making out with him or something in front of them, mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, okay, he's married to a guy that's clearly like you know. Oh, that checks the box? Yeah, he's, he's a little more homosexual than we would have thought. Oh so clearly the guy is part of our community. Let's not ostracize him. Mm-hmm. Let's give him a pass on I th- this. I don't know. I think they'd be down to ostracize. Really? Ostracize. Well, that's fucked up. Well. I mean, you didn't... You didn't how do I want to say something? So oh, here it is. But you haven't done all these things with Chris just to be ostracized. I think you've earned your place. Yeah. He's earned his stripes. He's yeah. earned his... Yeah, you fucking earned his stripes. Um, I mean, I would... Yeah, I would say yeah. so. Hell I mean, yeah, you are married. And, yeah. you know, all that. But uh, it's just interesting, the orthodoxy that some people on the so-called, like, you know, progressive left require from people. Yeah. It's, um, it's not very nuanced. You know what I mean? Like, there's that word again. Like, it doesn't really, like, allow for a lot of, well, I feel this way, but I don't necessarily feel this way. And... I have my opinion on this and I have my opinion on this. And that doesn't work for some people. You know? That's true. I guess there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach, right? And it's, you've just got so many different people in the community, out of the community that would want things done a certain way, but you're always going to have differing opinions. And I think that's healthy. Well, but yeah. We can't all agree, rather, no matter what side we're on. The other thing is, like, I think the more you dig down into the different layers of it, it's like not that different from other aspects of life, whether it's the country your family came from or your race or your gender or whatever like some people like really make that like an important part of who they are and almost like it's inherent to their personality and like kind of the stuff they're important about and the things they pay attention to and like you know that's really important to them like you know like some people are like that about being Jewish you know what I mean like some people are about that when it comes to being black or being Chinese or being uh, Christian or you know um Muslim, you know, like they're always on front about that. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's really important to the people they hang out with and how they choose that time they spend and all this kind of thing. And I may or may not have feelings on that, but obviously LGBTQ is that too, right? So there's plenty of people who, and it's actually funny because they would probably actually prefer this kind of nomenclature. I think they're down with like men having sex with men peoples you know what I mean like they don't they're not going to use gay or whatever you know they're like they're like men who have sex with men that's like what the term they use Mm. but my point is that that exists people who may have gay sex who aren't members of the community like am I really I've gone to certain things I've done like the AIDS walk before and I thought that was important to me to go do that you know what I mean like I interviewed a guy 
on Friday for our station, radio station's Pride celebration. This guy who's in his 80s uh, from San Diego has been an LGBT activist since he was like a teenager. So he's been doing it for like 50 some odd years, you know what I mean? Or six, uh, whatever. A lot of years. Yeah. Yeah. So um, at the end of the call, I said to him, I was like, oh, by the way, sir, you know, like on Sunday is my husband and I's wedding anniversary. And I just wanted to thank you for your years of activism. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it paved the way for the fact that we're actually married and all that kind of stuff. I just wanted to give you a shout or whatever. Yeah. And he said, oh, I, you know, I really appreciate that, yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. But, like, that to me is, in essence, being a member of the community. But, you know, for other people, it's kind of a little bit more like... I was on, again, speaking of the radio station, I was on with one of the hosts, and we were talking about the stuff like LGBT and all this kind of stuff yeah. specifically like as he was saying that 20 years ago it was just LGB T wasn't really a part of that mm. per se um, and I kind of agreed with him to a large extent but then I was also like well but Marsha P. Johnson who was like a transgender activist in the 60s was one of the big people and part of that Stonewall movement you know mm. that kind of led to like early gay pride movement mm. at that time and stuff like that so you can't necessarily be so cut and dried about it But um, I said to him, I was like, yeah, the thing is, I'm not down with, like, the militant LGBTQ. You You said this to him or he's... Yeah, I was saying this on the airwaves for the radio show. I was like, you know, because I joked how the night before Chris and I had been talking about it. And I was like, all right, you know what? Fine. LGBT and that's it. Oh, shit. That's... What about the two-spirit? You cut it. See, you know what's so funny? The two-spirit. I heard you guys say that before we went on the air. And where were we when we said it at first? Do you remember? So wait, Uh, you had mentioned this to me? Yeah, right? I thought so. Yeah, when we were out, we had a very nice dinner together. Yes, yes, yes. So the guy that I spoke, so that's what was so trippy to me. So the guy that I'm talking about, the guy that I spoke to on Friday, Mm -hmm. he talked about how Native Americans use the term two-spirit. Bullshit! For... Gay people. No! Yes. Dude, it's a thing. That's why I want the two to be part of the LGBT. Forget the plus, put it plus two. Yeah. LGBTQ plus two for the two spirit, because that's what I want to be. But two spirit, babe, really? But that means gay to Native Americans. To Native Americans, but what does two spirit really mean? It just means that you have. You get to like choose what no, I think spirit just, you want to be for that day. I don't know exactly how it works. Obviously, it was a quick Google search, but it just means that you believe you have two different spirits in you. Like a male spirit and a female, a female spirit. spirit. And what you do with those spirits, I don't really know, but it sounded so cool because <laughs> it was such a deep cut. Mm. I went deep to find that because mm. you got non-binary, all these things. Mm-hmm. But two spirits sounded so cool. Like yeah. I'm at the cutting edge. I'm like a, a startup company, emerging markets. I'm a two spirit. So he told me that that was what the Native Americans said about gay. That's, like, that's how they described gay. Oh, cool. It's two spirit. That's they were cool. accepting of them, but they were just like, oh, they're two spirit. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh my God, what are the odds of that? And I didn't know that that was what it was, that they had both a male and a female spirit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And by the way, I mean, if anybody's two spirit, I'm two spirit. You can't fucking take that shit. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, but that is so cool. It is. To be a a two spirit. And I think, can you be, though, a part of the community? Officially, if all you're doing is being supportive, but you're... I think so. That's what's interesting about it is it's almost like designed to like not be a community at all then when you really get down to it. But I think, and the one thing I'm not sure of is because it could also be asexual. 
I think the A is ally, because sometimes when you get that whole acronym, A is in there. Mm. And I think A might be ally. And which to me, I said to somebody, I was like, well then, aren't you at some point, isn't your end game like where like it's just not even a thing then anymore? Because if everybody's like, I'm cool, you know, yeah, I'm an ally. Like, yeah, whatever, live and let live, you know, like then it's like, okay, well then it's not, then we don't even need this acronym anymore. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone's included. You know what I mean? It's like, man. Yeah. Well, it's almost like all lives matter. Oh, stop. You know. Well, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> here's the deal, man. Think about it. I uh, love you and Chris. Mm-hmm. You're both gay. Right. There's no argument there. During Pride Month, one of the most sacred of months, you, myself, Jada, Chris, we went on a fancy, wonderful double date. We did. At a restaurant. And we were, we were out for the whole world to see mm-hmm. our love for gays. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, and I support you and you're going to the parade, whatever you want to do. I support what you're doing behind closed doors, what positions you're in. I support it all. So aren't I an ally? Aren't I part of your community? Oh, yeah. I, I, oh! I would say you're an ally. Oh! Is that all you wanted? I want to be part of the community, but I don't want to like necessarily okay. take it to maybe the levels you do. Well, see, I think what's interesting is that maybe you're onto something here. That's so cool. The only thing that's unfortunate is that you're not in like a sales position or something like that or something where like... You're trying to bring in business. Uh, I would love to appeal to a lot of different groups. I used to be in sales. I would love to bring in business. Let's say you were, right? Like, let's take you back to that Mm -hmm. setting. What you could do is now with your newfound status, you could really make some inroads with various. So let's say you were going to like meet with a certain group in like Chelsea, New York or something like that. You know what I mean? Let's say. Yeah. And you were like, and now fellas, I'm really hoping we can nail down this account. I am a member. (laughs) Be like, oh wow! They'd be all like impressed. Exactly. So then later, and by the way, this is just because I watched too much Seinfeld and and Curb Enthusiasm. Yeah. But like later, they'd see you with Jada, and they'd be like, yeah. Oh, but (laughs) you were a member of the community. That's exactly. Like I'm an ally. Dude, that is they a, already have signed the contract. That's a perfect like, Curb episode. Yeah. 100%, 100%. Oh my god, 100%. that is fantastic. Yeah, I'm a member. Of because I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna have like the very colorful tie. Right, like yeah, hundred percent, and like you are the way you are. So like you know, you're so, very, like you know, whatever. He could be either. Could like, go you know, either like, way. It's just weird how that goes, you know. Yeah, he's mean? hands on. Yeah, right, right. Well groomed. Complimentary of us. Has has jewelry on and stuff like that. You yeah. Know, like, I mean, again, just, it's just funny because by comparison, I routinely get, and this is not, I hope this is not in any way trying to come off as like some like flex or something. It's really not. But like, I don't think anyone in their life that's out of the closet more routinely gets told, oh, I would have never thought you were, you were gay. I mean, I, you know. Oh, like, yeah. It's just. Oh, yeah. I don't think anyone else gets it more than me. I, w- I imagine you literally just having like 50 pairs of tits in your room that you're just yeah. moving from tit to tit, sucking all the milk out of it. That's how straight I thought right, you were. Right, And yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean. something complimentary about Oh, you are so straight, which is why like I, I, sh- I still struggle. Like when Chris is here, it's like, oh, like it's almost like, is it really like his husband? Like, are we sure they're not friends? Like, it just doesn't make any sense right. to me. You're and, so straight. And by the way, do you know what's so funny? I didn't even mention this to Chris, and, and thank goodness, this is like way too in the podcast where he would like actually hear this. The last <laughs> night at our dinner, there was like a nice older couple next to us. And you know, what they do is they bring out the little, as I think it was in the Facebook post, mm-hmm. with the little sparkler in the, in the collar. Oh. Nice. So they put the sparkler in the little dollop of ice cream, and yeah. then they give you a nice little warm cobbler. It's a very nice complimentary dessert. Oh, fantastic. And, um, 
you know, it's a whole show because it comes out with the sparkler and stuff. So, you know, everyone else, it happens and people are saying, oh, happy anniversary and all this kind oh. of stuff. So this lady oh, no. near me turned and said, happy birthday. Oh! And I, of course, said, oh, thank you so much. You know, because I'm not, I, I, I'm not the type. Yeah. I'm just so not the type. Yeah, I get to, it. To be like, excuse me, yeah. I'm here with my husband. You know, like, <laughs> You know, that's the way yeah. some people would be. Yeah, yeah. But, that's uh, so did Chris, did Chris do anything? By the way, it is almost my birthday. I mean, what is that? Five days away. Five days away? Oh, yeah. Son of a bitch. I'll be 38 years old. Wow. Yeah. yeah. How about Can, that? Do you have any uh, plans? Uh, we are going to see Indiana Jones, the new Indiana Jones. We're going to see out. Indiana Jones. It comes out oh, that, that night. We're seeing it the first, the next Well, you're seeing it Thursday night, though, right? The night it comes out? Uh, it's coming out Friday. I thought that was Friday. Uh, some of these movies come oh, out late on Thursdays first? now. Oh, no, wait a minute. The first is... Uh, Saturday. Saturday. When are you seeing it? Well, 30th is the... Am I, what am I saying? The first. You guys are going on Saturday. I'm going on Friday. You're going on Friday. That's got my it. birthday. Got it. Got it. Well, yeah, that's fantastic. Sorry, I got a little... No, hope you like it. Um, she hasn't, unfortunately, seen any of the other ones, but I'm hoping... Oh, that, any of them? No, we I wanted... Know, I don't know if Chris has either. Oh, uh, we wanted to do a... The problem is know, Chris has a hard and fast nothing pre-1990. Come on. When it comes to move. You're gonna have to take oh. it up with him. You're gonna have to take it up with him. Hard and I, fast. Of course, I've made some success over time, but yeah, it's really a challenge. If I if I go for anything, just based off Netflix or you know some old like, why you know, and, and get right into it without much warning or pro, you know prompt, he'll say, "Wait a second, pre 1990." Really? Yeah. We're talking all the Indiana Jones, all the Star Wars, all the Back to the Future. I mean, there is. Oh, so he loves Back to the Future. Oh! See, he loves back. I see. Yeah, so, so see, isn't it funny how like he acts like he can't do anything back there. then? But yeah, he didn't like per se Star Wars, like nineteen seventy seven. Okay, Star well, Star Wars, Wars but is... he liked one of the like new Disney ones. Fine, but Star Wars is also, I think, more of a like a niche market. I mean, I guess so. You know, like it, and it's it's like a little more quirky, and it's in some ways a little slower pace, and you've got all the different layers of character. And, and sometimes I've made mistakes because like I get cocky, I fly yeah. a little too close to the sun on mm -hmm. pastrami, and um, <clears throat> I tried one time where we were like a little bit sleepy, a little bit tired, and I, I guess I should have waited. Yeah. But I was like, oh no, come on. Shawshank Redemption. It's oh, one of the best movies ever made. Like, fantastic. you know, you have to watch it. You know, we're going to put it on. Yeah. And I believe he fell asleep, like, pretty early on. Well, Shawshank, what, what year was that? 90? I don't even know. Is that, is that safe on that rule? You know, now I feel. Well, 90 would be safe, but I don't know what year. Is it 90 or 90 to 92, I'm guessing? It definitely wasn't 80s, was it? No, I couldn't have been. I'll, I'll find out now because the you, the viewers that know the answer to this are going to be pissed. It was 94. Oh, wow. Okay. So I was way off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 94. Now, in fairness to Chris, it is... Um, the Shawshank Redemption is amazing, but it is a, it's a longer movie that's a bit of a slow burn. It does. It is a slow burn. That's why I, will, I am willing to admit my mistake and not, like, saving that for a more lucid moment it was like yeah. after you know I don't know why I got so fixated on you've never seen it we yeah. have to see it I was just like you know it's one of the best movies it's one of my favorite movies it's on our list so yeah. uh, what's your favorite uh, Indiana Jones flick I believe it's The Last Crusade as a matter of fact um, a, which I know is not probably a super common response well, I, I feel but, like the most common response is the original yeah you know Raiders because I mean again that's sort of considered one of the best films ever made it's fantastic I mean, um, and, I, and I love Raiders of the Lost Ark but The Last Crusade that's just there's something about that with everything and I love that final 
you know, and then maybe oh, even yeah. just especially like as a Christian, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. fact that they're like going for the grail. Oh, and, it's very, know, very the Knight cool. Templar there and everything. It's you just know, fucking sick. I think Blondie and most people um, who are um, lovers of film and, and the franchise would probably say Raiders. And I love Sean Connery and that oh, whole, of course. You know, the whole thing. Last Crusade, I absolutely love, and I could easily make a case for that one being my favorite. But yeah. you know, interestingly, I always. Just growing up, you know, you always have your favorite one growing up, and that's mm -hmm. the one that just speaks to you even as you get older because it holds a special place in your heart. Mm -hmm. I always choose the one, I've always chosen the one that was least popular, which is Temple really? of Doom. Really? If you can believe that, Temple of Doom is my 100%, favorite. 100% I can believe it. Because, Crazy, right? Because there's nothing wrong. It's great. First of all, it's like trying to pick your favorite child to a certain yeah, extent because I love all three. Yeah, they're all great. But um, what I recently rewatched was the opening scene from Temple of Doom. Okay. Which is such an amazing scene uh, where, you know, he's trying to get the diamond yep, yep. to the guy and then the antidote it's and the so whole cool. thing and the music's playing. It's so cool. And I mean, there's such, there's some really great deaths. Like when he oh, like yeah. throws the like, you know, flambe, like, uh, you know, that, uh, lamb flambe or whatever that is like where yeah. it's like the flaming yeah. spear he yeah. like spears the guy in the chest it's just it. I mean just the the way the dialogue is happening with the table spinning oh it's, it's so just, good it's just really well done it's so good and it's such a great opening scene too like yeah. um uh Nice try, Ling Chow, or like they both have. There's like just like a, such a pendulum swinging. Like yeah. who's got the upper hand in that conversation? Right, exactly. And just when you think you know, Andy's got it all locked down. Right. The laughing starts, and you're like, oh no. What's and up? some people, I guess, you know, they figure that that one scene with all the like, you know, with the awful meal is very campy to an oh, extent. Oh, I think you know, it's great I mean, though. Yeah, and uh, maybe, sticks in your mind. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And maybe people don't like the. You know, I guess there were some complaints about how Hinduism was portrayed or whatever, but oh, you know. I guess I wasn't that sensitive as a kid to Hinduism. <laughs> <laughs> but it, no, it's so it's so solid. And Jada hasn't seen any of them. Maybe some people would say, oh, Short Round was annoying. Like, no, he wasn't. He was no, just Short a kid. Round was Short great. Round was great. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, as well, at least I didn't say um, uh, Crystal Skull. If I had said that, you would have probably slapped me across the no, face. No, I mean, I would not. I, I actually, I'm weird with those movies. Um, to Sorry. me. You're not familiar. I'm very accepting of deviant, you know, divergent, I should say, not deviant, divergent <laughs> opinions. Oh, I have deviant opinions. Uh, you do. Yeah. Divergent opinions when it comes to those, because to me, those movies have always been wild. It's about like, you know, sorry, spoiler alert, but like, you know, the, the arc of the covenant and like, you know, whether or not it's like somehow magical and like if you open it, what's going to happen and stuff yeah. like that. And um, you know, these magical stones that are like supposedly of significance in Hinduism and stuff. And yeah. um, then the, the grail oh. in the Ark or the Last Crusade. Yeah. So the fact that there's like alien technology and some sort yeah. of like glass spheres. Fine, you know, yeah. that's very Indiana Jones to me. Yeah, know? I, I mean, thought it was like, very cool, I guess. It, and I would have loved it probably um, equally as the others if it had taken place oh, at the right And know. also, you know what bothers me? Is that people don't like the fact that he survived uh, the bomb, right? And being well, that's, in the refrigerator. I, you know, that's so funny because that's for for a number of years after the movie came out. I, you know, anytime there was a hypothetical, oh, like what would you do if, if a nuclear bomb was going off? He'd be like, oh, I'd get into a refrigerator because it protected and saved Indiana Jones. Oh. You know, but it's obviously just well. The only movie. problem is you'd also have to go to Syria fifteen years beforehand. Mm -hmm. And have drank from the Holy Grail 
inside a temple where that confers special healing powers to you. That's also good. And point. then go 15 years in the future and try going out. And I years. and I guess people that, just totally forget that he drank from the Grail and survived. <laughs> that a fucking like bullet wound melted away That's from true. his fucking That's true. chest. And he uh, was it not like a lead? Like was it some kind of lead refrigerator back in those days or something? Yeah, I mean that was sort of like the I inherent helped, understanding. Right? I think that that would protect from radiation or whatever. That helped. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's semi. And we don't know if he is fully, but he's definitely semi-immortal. Yeah, because it's because he drank from that. All he had to do was survive the blast itself, right? Now, even if the, the, the blast would rip someone's body apart. So if you're in that your refrigerator, you're getting banged up, thrown around. Obviously, you'd have broken bones and all this. But if he's able to heal that quickly, in theory, because of the, the drink, mm -hmm. then then really that would make sense. But he was, if he was his dad, well, his dad got a little on the... I don't know if... Yeah, I guess his dad drank some, too. His dad got it on the bullets. And then had a few sips. Right. But if... Uh, you know, another if short round was in there. I mean, he might have they would met have, his peril. That wouldn't. Have, yeah, the, he'd have been gone. Yeah, there would have just been like some paste in there, unfortunately. Paste. <laughs> <laughs> but great movies. I'm sorry, Jada hasn't seen these. Yeah, but we I do mean, plan on seeing them all at some point. Hopefully, together. you do. And you know, I would say that I think they'll stand up. I, I think that Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's hard to think that's not just a good movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just a good adventure. Yeah. Film. Um, so, anyway, hopefully you guys will see that at some I hope you enjoy uh, your Friday showing. We'll enjoy our Saturday we'll show. We'll see. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have good reviews, but I mean, you know, again, I didn't hate Crystal Skull, so I probably won't hate this. I agree. Uh, what was the question you wanted to ask? We had something oh, you wanted to do. Oh, God. Um, if, let's say Jade is over here bound and gagged. She's got her hands behind her back. Her, Wait a second. Oh, God. I thought the question was about why he... Isn't that pride? You have another question? Well, that was a long-standing question. Oh, jeez. I'm not aware of this. Or maybe oh, I forgot. So no, maybe I forgot. This, you're going maybe, into this. Did we talk about this? Uh, we, you're aware of it. It's you're going into this time. blind. I'm going into this blind, so, okay. but I'm, you know. So Jade oh. is bound and gagged So the first track. question was, was uh, why I'm not at the parade. But that, well, that was just, um, it wasn't as much a question. It was more just I wanted to let you know that, that I okay. confirmed at the front line that you don't need to be there for the ribbon. Right. And that's yeah. You talked to like Andy Cohen and the Bravo Network. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna fill in. Okay. So Jade is on the couch, bowed and gagged. Her oh. her hands are tied behind her back. Her, oh, her, her her you know ankles are tied. She's basically immobile. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some bad people, by the way, in the room as this is happening. Okay. Uh, I'm my, not just getting home. I'm just getting home. Somehow, you know, we're we're ambushed by these six sadistic people. They tie her up. Now my hands are tied behind my back and my my uh, my ankles are tied. I'm basically immobile as well. I, I'm talking. I can talk, but, I, but I'm basically unable to move. Okay. And they say um, to you, oh your God. friend here, what's his name? You say Evan. They say, your friend Evan um, will... I'm so will, anxious and I nervous right now. Your friend Evan will be murdered in five minutes unless you can help to manually extract his specimen. So basically, these sick fucks need me to come in five minutes or I'm dead. Okay. The question for you is, do you sit there, sort of wash your hands of it, let me die and just hope Jada forgives you and live your life? Mm -hmm. Or do you find a way to proactively and preemptively apologize to Chris for the fact that you're going to have to do something creative to get me off? I remember I, this question now. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. we're all dead. And I gotta be honest Jeez. with you. Well, you think they're, gonna, they're not gonna, why would they kill you? They're going to kill us all, I thought. If no, I think gonna they're happen. just going to kill me. They're not going to kill you. Oh. Well, I, I'm not... 
hopeful for your future because I feel like there would be that immediate like 30 to second to a minute period where I'm like, oh, Panicking. what the fuck, what are you, fuck yeah. you, what the fuck are you talking about, this is awful, fuck. you know, yeah. like, and then even if I were to try and, and it's not, that's certainly not enough time. You don't think so? No. You don't have any KY or anything? Because no, if you get, <laughs> no, I'm saying because if you have, I'm saying my life's on the line, right? Obviously, I'm going to be panicking too. But after we, the shock wears yeah, off. I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't work at a fucking sperm bank. I'm not, I'm not like a professional extraction. <laughs> a sperm bank. You know what I'm saying? But like, I'm thinking my life's on the line. Right? We've got three and forty, three minutes and forty-five seconds. I mean, that's three like minutes long. One you know, minute process. I'm not Jenny McCarthy in 1996. <laughs> that's that, that's a good point. Sorry, one minute to freak out, 15 seconds to grab the KY, 15 to come back. We do have three and a half minutes mm -hmm. where if I can look at her to help sort of get me going, I mean, you, I mean try to smile or something, they'll be crying. Like, try to look sexy if you can in this moment. And you get the KY going, all it takes is probably a good solid two minutes of pumping. The fact that you're having this conversation like... My life's on the line. This is serious. What do you mean? Yeah. Why would I have of course I'm having this conversation. I mean, I guess you think it's I'm plausible. Would you try? I mean, I try. You yeah. would try. Yeah. Well, that's all I can ask is yeah. you can try. And I guess then look. But I mean, wouldn't I mean? I think it's a much more interesting question to pose to someone that you know wouldn't even know the first thing about helping another man. That's a good point. Get off. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would be curious what your super straight friend would say to that. Because they would be like, yeah. you know, like, wow, like, you know, that's that's too bad, Evan. It was a really good, was a good yeah. run. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I hate to ask someone like Nick this question. I think that'd be a- he'd, he'd, be, he'd be like, well, yeah. it's good knowing you, buddy. I guess I could, why don't you look away? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to see him get hurt. Yeah, I would know? say I would have loved to ask the high school version of you this question, right? Before things got a little out of hand. Oh mm -hmm. my right? god. Um, because I look I'm it's got out of hand. No, I just did it! Yo, but so okay, you know what I appreciate? The main point of the question is You're no longer considered an ally after that office. <laughs> Sorry. But no, you know, the the main point of the question was would you at least try? We don't. We have no guarantee that I'm going to be able to get off. But would you yeah. try? The answer is yes. You try, and I appreciate yeah. that. I mean, I Thank think you. so because I mean, again, like it, it's uh, it's hard to really put yourself in a situation like that. Uh, not only just how awful and, and implausible it's it horrible. is, but also just any situation that that because you, you know you imagine like you know what would I do if I was facing like a life and death situation yeah. or like you know any of that kind of stuff and sadly sometimes when you're in New York and you're in the subway especially stuff that's happened lately you think yeah. about stuff like that you know um, but they say courage is not the absence of fear but acknowledging fear and moving forward I like so I'd that. like to think that I like that very very I'd like to think that in that moment I'd be fearful but you know I'd run for the KY yeah tell you to observe Beautiful Jada. Yeah. And just try to imagine I was like a like a nurse working at a sperm bank. Yeah. And you know, I guess, you know, asking a straight person, right? If the same word happened, but they tell me I have to take care of you, I was right? I going to say that. So, what Jada, would you so here's what I would do. First, I'd have a minute of panic. Mm -hmm. We should all have 60 seconds of panic. Mm -hmm. Then, I, I guess in the next 15 seconds, let's give it 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. I would look at her and try to find in that 30 seconds... I want to get some kind of blessing and direction from her because I don't want her to think I'm a horrible person who'd be willing right. to kill his friend, but I don't right. want her to never be able to look at me the same again. So we'd have a quick 30 second powwow, right? You really think that that would do? Do you think she would like negatively judge you? When I'm worried. Like, I'd like to think not. I'd like to think not. 
Yeah, so I let's say so. after thirty seconds, she gives me the nod, and I'm good. Now I need to ask thirty you seconds. Holy shit! Thanks a lot, Jada. I'm dying over here. So now, now I have fifteen seconds to find the KY. You better tell me where it is and don't fuck up. Right. Fifty sec, thir- fifteen seconds to bring her back. I have three minutes. Now three minutes. You, Chris isn't around. Right. You just need to look at me. I guess. Ah! Yeah! I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But we have three minutes. You gotta close your eyes. You can look at Jada. Okay. But close your eyes and think of Chris. Think of whatever you need. I think in three minutes, because of sort of your current persuasion, mm-hmm. we could probably pump something out of you in three minutes, and I'll give you everything I've got. Oh. I'll be a fucking machine. <laughs> I don't want to use my mouth, but I will do everything you need. You right. tell me how fast you want it. I'll take care of you. And uh, can you finish in three minutes? I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know. In that type of scenario. I would try, though, as long as I have her blessing. But see, at least, have it? at least in the scenario, at, at least in the second scenario. I mean, James. <laughs> at, at least in the second scenario, Chris isn't there to watch me get killed. See, that's what's oh, so yeah. awful. It's especially awful about the first thing. Of yeah. course, I would want to save your life anyway. Thank you. And I'd say, but like in front of Jada, you're going to get shot or like that's, that's a lot. It'd be nice. So if Chris at least Chris isn't there for that second scenario. Well, true. Although, obviously, assuming it's going to go well, we would want him to be here because. If he, let's say, pulls his pants down, that'll expedite your process. Right, right. Then you're getting it all (laughs) mixed around. You know what I mean? Like, it's just completely mixed around. Um, It's just so fucked up, but I'm so glad to hear that you would help me. That was the main purpose. Do you love me enough to help me? Right. And you would help me. Chris would forgive you, I assume, because life is on the line? Yeah, I mean, oh, again, that, I, I don't even think that's like a, I wouldn't even consider that like in any way oh, fantastic. like a, well, I mean, I think it's an open point of discussion because you said the same thing, like you're looking for the approval and stuff. That's not like, it's not like you're engaging in some sordid affair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's someone who's like at gunpoint. That's true. I mean, it's, it's sexual assault. It's rape. Yeah, I guess you're right. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, oh God, think about how happy we would be. Like we got like fucking cum all over the floor, but we're jumping up and down, screaming, oh, yeah, high-fiving. I'm not so sure that's going to be happening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more like tears and, you know, like, uh, you know, yeah. uh, contacting that, you know, calling the police. And, you, know, you know, the worst thing about the whole thing, and this, I assume it would go down the right way, but could you imagine the scumbags that come into this place renege on their offer? So not only have we like done what we've done, we were successful, and then they still don't allow. Like that would be like the worst. It's like you got to be kidding me. Right? Are you like? And that kind of shit happens, that's at least what, in movies. That's what would happen. I know. I was going to say Quentin Tarantino would definitely get down with us. Yeah. This is something like I could see him getting behind. Well, thank you uh, for answering uh, the question. Look, uh, I I aim to serve in that respect, and obviously. You know that comes in handy when it comes to the. Yeah, uh, I like the I like the nurse at the spa. I don't work at a sperm bank. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, oh, I got this. <laughs> yeah, like I'll poke into the prostate and it'll yeah. just happen immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I know all the tricks. Yeah. Um. So let's see. What what notes do I have here? I don't know if I really want to. You know, it's because like I I talked to Chris about some of the topics beforehand. Yeah. And he hates the political stuff. Uh-huh. And frankly, I think I do too. Like it, it, oh, it's yeah? therapeutic to me to write it out throughout the week and email it to myself, like as if I'm going to talk about it. Okay. But I think I'm just going to move on. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's a bit of a dick tease, but I'll take it. I trust your judgment. Uh, let's just say I'll, I'll give you the really sh- super short version. Whatever. Of it. This is your show, bro. I think the majority of people don't care about like Hunter Biden allegedly committing crimes Mm. but they're super into the concept of trump committing crimes because like biden's been a senator since the 70s it's his son it's the senator's son it's like that's the way it's always been 
Mm-hmm. You know, but this guy who's like a celebrity who was never involved in politics, how dare you get involved in politics? You know, mm-hmm. he's got to pay for shit that he may or may not have done. Um, but nobody wants to worry about like, you know, like Hunter Biden and all that kind of shit. I will it's like, say, yeah, it's the way yeah. it's always been. Yeah, I guess, yeah, also it's it's just, I mean, I guess it's like the way the media portrays it and stuff. It's, you know, if the Hunter Biden thing, I mean, as bad as it might be, it's like, it's just like unfortunate, you know, but it will move on and, the, you know, the dad's going to continue focusing on what he's got to do. But if other people in the political spectrum um, who are generally more will say, I don't want to, I won't even say targeted, I'll say who like to, who people, like the people like to put on the front page, right. if one of... His or her sons does oh, something yeah. that's terrible. Oh, it would kidding. be it would be everywhere. I mean, all right. So now that you peel back just a little layer, no, but, no, let's right? Just say how insane it is that this guy. It's it's like, interesting. Bangs hookers, smokes crack, buys guns illegally. Like you know, had like a commission to the navy. Didn't show up because he was high. Like I mean, this guy is a real. He is a peach. Yeah, and you could say like I mean, one argument could be well, if the dad gen- genuinely wasn't involved in anything, and, and it was just a separate, it's just a son gone like astray, and he's been struggling, then it's just something that maybe should be left out of the public guy because he's just struggling. But yeah. if there are connections to things and business dealings, oh, right, and, that's definitely a different yeah, thing. That's where it gets. But right. I am going to say also, I agree with the first point because it's kind of like that era has passed us by, like the era of like leave the kids out of this. It's, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But maybe it would be better if that was kind of what it was like. Well, I think it was nice to uh, just uh, quickly do a quick summary and peel back just a piece of the onion and then That's leave the rest bit. in. We'll well, Chris there. will be happy. Yeah, I don't think there was anything too crazy there. No, not at all. Um, this is something I intend, I think I told you guys this, at the, he's just observing Jada's um, <laughs> sexiness, don't worry about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is something that I think I mentioned at the dinner, that if anyone is prone to startling, and since you are, you'll appreciate this. I intend to announce my sneezing and going forward. Like, uh, really? excuse me, everyone, I'm about to sneeze. Really? Yes. yes. You did mention that. Yes, yes because people did. get startled. And it's not just you, and even at work, uh, because I tend to be a loud sneezer. Yeah. So I like to give a little prime, a little pr- prime of the pump. Like, okay. Like, sneeze coming. Oh, okay. So that people aren't surprised when they hear the ah I like that. Because I really do give like an ah show sort I of thing. I like that. And you know, so Chris gives no such warning, and he sneezed quite suddenly one time recently. We were yeah. cleaning in the kitchen and stuff, and I shouted out. So, you know, I think I think oh. maybe other people should consider giving a sneeze warning as well. Now, what? How's his sneeze on the decibel meter compared to yours? Not as loud, but it was still just so sudden and so unexpected. Uh, does is it in any way? I mean, does it? It's a strange question, maybe, but I can't. Is could a sneeze sound gay? Or I'm just curious. No. Do, do gay sneezes sound different from other sneezes? I think, you, I think a, a sneeze could sound gay. Like if you were like okay. scripting like a voiceover artist for like a yeah, yeah. cartoon, it would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's just but like no, his is not. I would say, yeah, I would say okay. it's not. Um, I was just curious. I was just curious. Yes. Okay. That's cool. It's, but, not, it's not like an effeminate sneeze. Fine. By the way, real quick, uh, now that I'm thinking about the dinner we went to, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about your legs, which have some you have some of the meatiest calves I've ever seen. Oh right. And yes. we were talking about the fact that it's like a turkey leg at the state at fair. The state fair. We went to the state you fair just last did. night. You just I was went. Sucking on a fucking turkey leg. Did you get a turkey I, leg? Uh, yes, and I thought about your legs. See? See? So I finally sucked on. Yeah, oh it was delicious, right? And again, I just want—I want to point a, a, a you know, because Jade is off camera right now. I want to paint a picture here. There's a look of trepidation and concern on her face. 
And I think that's I think that's legitimate because you're putting forth like you know these hypothetical scenarios with like you know like uh, stimulation to, to, to have to you know orgasm and then the eating of, of turkey legs and thinking yeah. about my calves like you know it's just it's fair to be a little concerned that's all you know mm -hmm. he's a he's a you know I think in some ways and actually I did want to bring up your mom because she's moving to Texas oh. But you know, like the getting you the Playboy subscription for your 12-year-old birthday, like it might not have been the best decision. <laughs> it might not have been the best decision. Wow. That's all I'm saying. Oh, because you know, there's a lot of hypersexuality there, don't you think? Oh, there's certainly a lot of hypersexuality, but part of that might just be because I'm dating such a little sex queen over here. <laughs> she looks so good. Like every time I look at her, she's very, very beautiful. Very beautiful. Um, but. I, yeah, because without her, I'd like to think I'm a lot more mild-mannered. and think so? I, maybe not, but or I'd like to like, think really I am. For you, if you I'm not trying to, I'm not talking out of school. I'm not trying to get into any past experiences. I'm not trying to embarrass anybody. But would you say that you were kind of maybe less? I think it's very fair to say that I'm at the peak of my um, ridiculousness. Mm -hmm. I, it has to be fair to say that because mm -hmm. when we do our podcast one-on-one, -on -one, I'm sort of just normal. But the second you put this firebird in front of me and I can right. see like just the way the body's contorting and mm -hmm. the color of the skin and mm -hmm. the angle of the feet and mm -hmm. the smile and the, I mean the whole mm -hmm. thing is like what do you want me to do here? Right. I mean seriously. Right. I mean that you just when your heart and when you do that little slight whistle through your teeth when you're making your point it's you know you mean it. <laughs> <laughs> So the fact that you're like, what you, what do you want me to do here? That whistle was coming. Oh. That's, me. that's when you're sincere. Yeah, she's very, very lovely, and the smile. I mean, everything about her just melts me. Every, every body part of mine melts. The heart first, yeah. more than anything. But um, I don't even know what the hell I'm saying anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we talked about, we covered your questions. We did. Thank you for that's, answering. That's actually next in my notes. So oh. your mom is going to move. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, she's going to move. The Playboy to, subscription. That's what we're doing. To Texas. Yeah. Right. Hopefully the Playboy subscription will keep uh, transferring to your... I donated all of them uh, after Ida. I just oh. left them on the side of the road in garbage men right now. Uh, sir, what do you call them? Not garbage men. Uh, sanitation workers, whatever. Right, right. Are probably right now beating off to those magazines. So you don't have a um, subscription anymore? I, I, well, I got rid of the subscription many, many, many years ago, mm. but I still had all of the magazines like under my bed. Like, Did you in storage. have the, uh, the Sable one? Uh, WWF? Probably. What year would it have been? Sometime in the mid-90s. Uh, then, yeah, because I started, I got the subscription in the early 90s, probably 93-ish. 94 at the latest and yeah. I had it past college yeah. so yeah. I'm sure I did have it and I, I'm now right now some guy is looking at it like Saturday yes. yeah he's like yeah, thank goodness for this it's just you know you had to I, I, I'm I getting no other way. I would have no other way to access porn <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean getting after I had it, it's like I have to downsize the space a little bit because yeah. so the Playboys had to go, and as I'm getting ready to move, you know. So, so it wasn't because they got ruined by. They didn't get ruined at all. Wow. I just I had to move the bed to a place where having things underneath the bed yeah. wasn't really going to work anymore because of the space and everything. Yeah. So I just took those old things out. Was it hard for you, just because I know you're such a collector to an extent? Yeah, it was. was. It hard for you to get rid of them? It was. I wanted to try to sell them at first, so I was googling, you know, the market for them. But there didn't seem to be a very strong secondary really? market for them, probably because of websites and stuff that are yeah. available. And you know, we're talking. Maybe face I value. Of people who are just nostalgic about you know magazines. There might have been that. some kind of market, but Probably it didn't seem like I was tossing out um, million dollar issues yeah. or anything. Uh, and with that said, like even if they were worth something, to me it's like hard to actually want to sell something. Like I don't want to go through the hassle. Right. So when I found out most of them are still worth cover price and 
you know, the, the ones that would be very expensive would be probably preserved in such a nice way. It's like, you know what, fuck it, I don't have time for this. I'm just going to put them on the road let someone take yeah. them, you know. And someone did. Someone, I'm sure, did. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember them being thrown out. I think they left before the garbage cycle happened. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone must have taken them yeah. and uh, had a good time with them. So, last night, we had, Chris and I had our anniversary dinner. Really nice time at the High Lawn. You guys have had dinner with their... Uh, with us as well. Yeah. It was a very wonderful evening. That was great because that was kind of like our own personal like continuance of the celebration for the wedding and so on and so forth. And uh, not a tol- not a ton more to say about the dinner. It was really nice. Happy we birthday! Both- <laughs> 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 about that. That's great. Um, we we split a tomahawk steak. Oh, which was very very nice. Those are delicious. Very very tasty. Great. Um, with a little cream spinach and mashed potatoes on the Fantastic. side. Fantastic. And uh, because nothing was really speaking to us as an appetizer, we split a dish of pasta as oh. an appetizer. Oh. Which was like the perfect amount because it was just like a tiny little bowl of nice. the cavatillo and the broccoli. Okay. Oof. So 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 good. And their pasta wow. there is like really good too. Wow. Um, like to the point where I would definitely get it as an entree, but you know we kind of just both wanted to have steak. And so um, there was a woman kind of sitting a couple. This is the story I wanted to tell about the um, uh, restaurant. So, like, I, you know, it's no, it's no secret to anybody who's listened to this podcast for long enough. And if you go back in our archives to, like, again, over 10 years ago now, or it would have been just under 10 years ago now, my cousin and I put an episode together called Stereo Digital Types. And it was all about stereotypes. So it was just like a joke game show where my one, my cousin's really close friend, Doug, who happens to be black, and this um, guy, Mr. Hauser, I don't know if you know the Hausers at all from Glenridge. Oh, no, I'm thinking of a TV show or something. Okay, Doobie, but he's, Doobie an, Hauser. he's an old, yeah, no, not the same spelling. Okay. Um, but he's an older gentleman who lives in town and was kind of like known to be a little bit like, you know, Bigoted, a little Archie Bunker. Oh, really? Well, not a mean guy in any way. Maybe sometimes, but, you know, like, just cartoonishly so in okay. the way that he is about certain things. Yeah. So we wrote all these questions to a fake game show, and we had these two guys on as contestants. So, like, the questions were something like, uh, true or false, um, 75% of all Indian Americans <clears throat> either are doctors or own a 7-Eleven. <laughs> so he said, uh, oh, no, no, you forgot Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> so you can imagine, the t- it yeah. was the, a very funny episode, oh, but sure. the kind of stuff that would get me canceled today if like, I was like putting it out as a brand new yeah, episode. Yeah. Back then, nobody was listening, and you know, again, it is what it is. And we apologize for those previous And I'd episodes. like to apologize for all those episodes. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm really, really quite contrite about the fact just that- Just making sure. Yes. Um, but I like stereotypes. I just think they're funny. You know they what I mean? can like, be very funny. And, they're, and they're, they exist for a reason. You yeah, know I, mean? I think that's fair. So uh, there was this woman sitting a few tables down, just a larger woman, larger, blonde. Personality, large? Um, probably personality, but physically. And I don't mean, I don't necessarily mean fat. I mean, like, just like, you know. Big boned. Big boned. Yeah, yeah. But just like, you know, like, so I'm talking like German, Eastern European somehow. Oh, man. In my mind, like Bavaria. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And she was also very loud, volume-wise. And there was a lot of laughter. And then, so I told Chris, I said, 
when I was a kid, we used to go to the boardwalk at Seaside Heights, mm-hmm. and there was a there was a fun house there, one of those fun houses yeah. with all these like mirrors. We were in them like, last night. Sliding floors and all this kind of stuff, and a, you know, like you have to bounce on like a we, spring or we something. We did it all. So at the entrance to the uh, whole thing, there is uh, a animatronic woman, large woman, with like the midsection is like animated and she's like, you know, laughing nice. and she's got like the Bavarian clothing on, you know, yep. and like she's like this recording of a woman laughing really, really loud. That is one of my favorite stereotypes is like that sort of larger Eastern European <laughs> laughing, loud, boisterous. Yeah. And I know one of Chris's friends who happens to be more of a Estonian okay. uh, background. And I'm just like, you know, that's a beautiful thing. That is just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Like that woman is just a loving life I right love now. That. And uh, that's an observation that I wanted to make about that dinner last night. Wow, okay. So there was, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's nice then. You got to see that uh, kind of person yeah. uh, on such a special day. Right, right, right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there are a lot of great stereotypes out there. You haven't lived are there any you'd like to discuss or share? Are there any you'd like to discuss or share? So <laughs> we don't need to discuss them. Like, well, I don't know exactly. We should keep them to ourselves. Can we? Okay. okay we- how about this? I'll tell this one because I remember from the game show, okay. and it's only going to offend us. Okay. So we are allowed to do that. <laughs> okay. Right. So I asked my buddy Doug, my cousin's friend Doug, who's I black, said, you said. Yes. Yes. I said, true or false? Ninety um, percent of all. Accidents at amusement parks happen to white people, Caucasians. Okay. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, that's some white people shit. You know, like, <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was a great response and a response that we were sure. kind of looking for. So I'm just, you know, that's... Yeah, I, 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 that's probably right. Because a lot of times you'll see, like, these crazy, crazy upside-down coasters and all this crazy shit. And, like, people say, Duh, that's some crazy white people shit. Like, right. skiing is the maybe the prime example of white right. people crazy shit. Right. Like, I ain't going to be fucking strapping these two pieces of wood on my feet and right. sailing down a mountain. Like, that's right. crazy white people shit. Right, right. So I... I can certainly understand that. And I don't know exactly which ones Jade is referring to about my stereotypes mm-hmm. without even mentioning any of them. Mm-hmm. Jada, would you agree that at least okay. some of them are probably not only funny, but maybe a little bit accurate? No. <laughs> no she's so horrible. She's so horrible. I can't believe she's so quick. She knows all of it. She's looking for fans. Of she just sold me out, man. That is bullshit. Yep. She sold me to the river right yeah. there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. As soon as this mic goes off, yeah. her answer I think would change, but the fans <laughs> will never know because she right. she showed me where her cards are. Right. Unbelievable. Well, um Wow. It's unfortunate because there is one more I can remember, but well, you may as well. I mean, I, I anything that'll take the heat off me. But now. again, it runs the risk of being offensive, and that's the problem. Of to who? Me or your audience? Audience, you know, I mean, well, uh, we'll apologize. Well, I'll, just I'll, apologize for it. Okay, anyway. I'll just clarify. You don't have any Puerto Rican descent, do you? No. Okay. She looks like she does. Okay, so the average, if you if you combine on average, the average Puerto Rican, their the radio and the rims of their car mm-hmm. is worth more than the car itself. <laughs> 
that was one of the questions I posed to the more one of the more the bigoted, the bigoted guy. Yeah. And he said, "Oh yeah, that's true. You got to see him north. It's like that all the time." <laughs> Dude, I got to get you that episode, man. It was one of the best things we ever. Did. I would like to hear that. I wasn't even on it, if you can believe that. So it, uh, I guess I can't be. Um, well, I can't the, be held accountable the, for what was said. Pre Evan era. One yeah, of, the best of course. Uh, I will say that one thing I notice about um, Puerto Ricans. I'm, uh, by the way, are lovely people. Let's just say fantastic people. Uh, absolutely. A lot of, a lot mm-hmm. of um, love. I have no problem with anybody, but I like observing their stereotypes. Oh, yeah. I have no Everybody. problem with anybody. Yeah. I mean, is it true? Have you, I mean, I'm trying to think to myself, have, have I ever seen an actual Puerto Rican flag that wasn't just hanging from someone's rearview mirror? Yes. Well, I don't think so. So that was one of the questions. Now you're reminding me, I said, true or false, like in over 88% of all cars owned by... Uh, Puerto Ricans, either a flag or CD, is hanging yeah. from their yeah, yeah. And look, you know what? They got they got pride in who they are and where they came from. I got nothing but love for and, that. I and just that find CD it, probably isn't done anymore either because that's nobody has CDs anymore. Well, I mean, I guess I'm one of the few. But but where the hell are the actual Puerto Rican flags? The actual flags? Yeah, other than in the car up there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. You don't see how many people do you see people driving around with like Irish flags, or mm-hmm. you know, like you just don't see it. Nigerian right. flags, like you just—it's the Puerto Rican flag. Italian sometimes, of course. Or like you know, you see the uh, the horn, the Sicilian horn, yeah, hanging from the. Some people have the necklaces, right? Right. And who does? Didn't we learn recently that some Italians that we know have like oh the Farinos? They have the Sicilian horn necklaces, the mm. matching ones, right? And Mike got one for his son. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, you see that sometimes, yeah. Um, so this is like, I almost hesitate to bring this story up because sometimes I wonder with like the New York Post that they just kind of make some of this stuff up. You know what I mean? But this was a, a story about a woman. Maybe she sent the letter in under a pseudonym or something like that. But she divorced her husband when he was dying. Hmm. And, my, and, my, and Chris, I, ch- I check all these stories with Chris, by the way. And sometimes it says, don't do that one or don't do this one. But he was like, oh, really nice story for anniversary or whatever. But I was like, I know. But I was <laughs> I just want to comment on when it gets to the end. So she divorced her husband. She said he was um, wallowing in self-pity and killed her vibe. Like, I mean, again, awful. Like, an awful story. Yeah. You know, but again, she's saying that this guy, maybe he had his own issue. I don't know. Like, okay. she didn't, they didn't get along, okay? okay? He actually got remarried after they divorced. So clearly he wasn't, oh. like, on death's door. He must have had cancer or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe. Jeez. So um, she finds out years later uh, that the guy had died, right? Because obviously he had cancer. Yeah. She writes at the end of this how like offended and put off she was that no one told her that he died. Huh. And I'm thinking like, could you be any more delusional? Like you divorced the guy while he's dying of cancer. Fine, maybe he's not the best person of all time or something like that. But then you're worried that or pissed that people didn't tell you about <laughs> it. Like why would anybody tell you? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, now, it, maybe I'm being a little too harsh, and maybe there should have been somebody who said, "Oh, your ex-husband died" or something like that. But to me, it's like, I guess we we don't know exactly. Why would anybody call you? We yeah, we don't know exactly what happened like behind closed doors and how the actual how you know how the actual divorce happened. Like, was it you know, contentious? Was it, yeah, or like we don't know, right? But certainly, in the absence she of she did not, say how like her 
the husband's family wasn't happy with her that it went okay. down the way it did. And in so. the option, in the absence of knowing that information, you have to assume the word divorce by definition is going to be something that will have a little some at least some contention with it, right? right. I mean, you normally assume like you know you don't assume great things when you hear divorce, no. right? So I I don't see why someone would feel the need to update her because if she cared enough, she'd probably be you know it's still in touch with the family or enough in to touch know to find out what's his, what somebody right like text or call and be like how's he doing you know that type of thing yeah. Exactly. Right? Get the hell out of here. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, a, that's a little strange. Um, but again, it's in the New York Post, so who knows it could be made up. Uh, how about this? This is not made up because I was there. We went to a wedding recently, Chris and I, out in the Poconos. Very nice time. And there was a... Gay wedding? Straight wedding. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You know, I've never actually been to a gay wedding. Oh. Other than my own. Cool. Yeah. Well, that means we neither of us have been to a gay wedding because we didn't get a chance to go to yours. Very true. Bullshit. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. Keep continuing. That's kind of a fun trivia question. Yeah. You know, like if we ever need like a good trivia question about like the two hosts of a podcast. Yeah. You know, and, and especially if I'm like in the setting where it's like I'm clearly there with my gay husband. Yeah. We could say, neither one of us have ever been to a gay wedding. <laughs> That's right. But that might also ding you a little bit on the ally. Yeah, well, you, I mean, I, I, I'm still a little butthurt earlier because I was called an ally at the start of the episode, but then I lost the ally. Right. I made some, obviously, lewd comment of some kind, but mm -hmm. I lost the ally. I'd love to one day earn that ally back. Yeah, okay. You think you'd be open to allowing me another chance if I do the right yeah, thing? Why did I strike it down? Why did you strike it down? Because you said things got, uh, got out of hand. Oh, oh that's sorry, right. Yeah. Th which was just that's a joke, right. of course, but yes. still, you know, words words can offend. Words hurt. And I apologize in advance. And I'm gonna like do everything. To apologize? I'd like to apologize for what I said, and I'd like to to find a way to eventually earn that A back. All right. Yeah, we'll say. Good. Uh, but this this wedding that we went to, straight wedding, it was uh, very nice, but they had <laughs> at the hotel a bus that was going to take you to the venue. Okay. Okay? Now, first and foremost, it was a school bus, so it did not have air conditioning, mm. which was not great because, you know, it's not like you leave right away, Okay. So then, like, you know, you're, you're dropping the windows, and, and then, like, it turns out there was an air conditioning, but the guy didn't turn it on until, like, we were getting ready to leave, and it's like, why wouldn't you just have the air conditioning on? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not your gas. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just leave it on. Like, you yeah. know, like, everybody's in suits and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the guy gets it going, he turns the thing on, and we're leaving, and he goes, does anybody know how to get there? No. Oh my god. And one of my, you know, friends, her boyfriend, they're they're sitting up, uh, or she was in the wedding, so she wasn't in the bus, but he's there. Tim. Yeah. Fiance now actually, mm -hmm. and he goes, "That's not a good sign." And I was <laughs> like, "No, no, it's not." Like, so he like took this like cockamamie like K turn, moving around, put through a McDonald's parking lot, back on the highway, and I'm just like, he's got a map quest like print out, and I'm oh, just like, no. what a, like. Your job is to drive people from... Now I'm going to get my Jerry Seinfeld on. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like you're driving people. That's your job. Yeah. Only to do that. And you don't know how to get to where... You, <laughs> you don't know how to get there? Like you didn't you didn't look it up beforehand? That's great. Or like maybe look at the map quest for a few minutes before asking people who are behind you getting ready to be driven. Like or maybe have some kind of there? actual GPS device because that's your job. You, God forbid that. That might help, right? Yeah, God forbid that. Wow. It's like a fucking guy who drives for a living and doesn't bother getting a steering wheel. It's like, yeah. sometimes you just need the tools to do, to get the job done. 
Now, have you heard, speaking of tools to get the job done, have you heard of the company Manscaped? Or do you know about Manscaped? Uh, it, it sounds to me like some kind of company that uh, specializes in grooming products yeah, they for sell those men's like, cotton balls. Yep, they sell those little like buzzers that are for that. Okay. You know? um, I think I've heard of it, yeah. Okay, so now Chris tells me, they, they get because Chris either was gifted a set or he bought a set. Yeah, his fucking hair on his testicles. Oh my God, No, I wouldn't have, no, I wouldn't have I'm just saying, I wouldn't have expected that. Or maybe the person who gifted the gift wouldn't know. answer the question. Don't answer that question. Okay, please. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Judge actually just like came in. Yeah, don't you dare strike that down. Objection is sustained. You know what I mean? Like, she was like, you know, the jury will the jury will disregard. Yeah, the jury will disregard. That's great. Um, yeah, but no, you see him as just like a as, as like a, a more hairless. Creature. Yeah, but I guess the the gift giver wouldn't know any. The gift giver would just assume. Right. So anyway, they <laughs> so they give you with this like box of products a pair of boxers, right, that say Manscaped on them. Oh, okay. And they're pretty comfortable. I've worn them once or twice. Nice. Um, but the weird thing is, they don't have a fly. I've, I've seen those before. I've, I've owned a few pairs. Okay. Now, yeah. Chris, um, you know, said, oh, well, that's the point, because it's supposed to be, like, there's less friction or, like, less irritation after, if you have, you know, after you use their products or mm -hmm. whatever. Like, that's the point, not to have the fly or whatever but like to me because what happened was I wore it to work one time and then you go to the bathroom I love this yeah and and you have to like and it's like fuck alright undo the belt I guess and then like fucking pull my pants down slightly <laughs> and then like get everything gather it all go over try to go like down and, and you got a lot of meat to lift yeah down and over the top and I'm just like thinking to myself you know this is not manscaped <laughs> this is womanscaped <laughs> Like there's, this is like this is awful not having a fly. Can I tell you, dude? Please, let's and just... it's all about the being at work yeah. and when you have to just go take a piss. And it's like, I mean, come on, this is a whole production now. Like, I... I feel like I'm in a romper. Yes, like, yes, like a fucking event. Dude, I own four. I have probably fifty pairs of boxer briefs and a few boxers, but there were probably four that I owned that I loved. They were some of my favorites, but they didn't have. The crotch thing up front. They were nice. They're pretty long, and yeah. they're great for running and working out and stuff. Right, right, right. But absolutely, and that makes sense to me. I guess. Yeah. If that's specifically what you're using. No, I was using. They were just part of my everyday wardrobe. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to save them just for a workout. Yeah. Well. To your point, when you're wearing regular, like you know, drawstring shorts, you don't really notice the difference. But yes, when you've got a shirt that's tucked in and you've got to take a piss, it becomes a fucking oh, nightmare. That's awful. So I ultimately washed them thoroughly in the draw in the washer, and I ended up donating them because as much as I love them, it's just not worth the hassle of wearing it on the wrong day when I'm yeah. you know it's just too much you and need to have a so, cockle and it's so awful because like there's something about like just the, the concept of that immediate release yes. you get in the bathroom yes. you're stepping right it's right by the door of the urinal and then it's just like uh, 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 it's just yeah. like, you, like, like you yes yes he's doing the uh, the X Fuck, man! Like yeah. you know, like and then uh, it's horrible. It's awful. I couldn't so agree with woman escaped. I feel yeah, I couldn't agree with you. Not man escaped. And that's I guess when you're married to a man, I guess you guys can like share clothes if you're like a similar size. Like because normal husband wives don't do that. True. Yeah, that's pretty do. interesting. We do share clothes. Like not we're different pant size, so we don't share pants. Okay. Um, and shirts are a little hit or miss because he's just got like a kind of longer torso than yeah, me. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and some shorts, some shirts are just kind of like shorter, so like maybe that's fine for me, but not for him. I assume, um, of course, the the cock rings aren't quite the same size either. Oh my <laughs> very, god! Very, very true. Uh... Very true. <laughs> and then you get into the, you know, 
the hair level. Or no, no, yeah. you said we can't talk about it. So, <laughs> the jury will disregard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, socks, you know, there's so many things. Yeah. That, you know, you guys can T-shirts even yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, because we went to um, uh, the Haynes outlet in Atlantic City uh, last summer, I think it was, and just got like an obscene amount of like socks, undershirts, That's great. boxers, you know, because it's just in the rotation. It's just in the rotation. Love that. You know? Okay. Um, but yeah, pants no, because he's got longer. He's he's a he, he wears he's a like, thirty four. He's tall. Yeah. Oh and shit! I'm, like a like length? Yeah. Oh shit! I'm thirty. Oh man, I'm a thirty two. We, I mean, that's right. thirty four. And what's his little tight? What's his tight tummy? What do you know? What is what is he? Thirty two. He's uh thirty three. I think he's thirty four by thirty four. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Let me guess what you are. Okay. Hmm. You have very, very thick calves. Could he pull off a 34? Uh, I'm going to say 34-30 because, yep. okay. Yeah, because anything more, I, I just don't think that would have been. Yeah, 34-30. And it's interesting because he's 34 because he's got enough in the in the back where it needs to really? go. I, hmm. I'm a little bit more with the with the gut, so that pushes it to 34. Got it. He got. He's got it more in the back. Does he have the kind of back, if you will, that if he flex hard enough, he could snap something with it? Uh, yeah, I, I think that's probably yeah. Wow, yeah. I mean, gay man's dream, right? What a guy! I hope we see him. I, you know, this is Bill. What is he like sucking off every worker at Trader Joe's? Like, where the hell is he? You know, you got no, Where the hell is he? You got to pay for the grocery son. <laughs> um, how about this? Speaking of pant size and yeah. jeans apparently jeans now the only cool jeans are the loose ones again the the mom jeans the for men jeans. too oh. yeah like wearing like form fitting or like definitely skinny jeans are it's out it's it's out fashion wise i would say for women Yes, for sure. And, and like the mom even, jeans are the thing. I the think even men are not supposed to wear like the skinny jeans. Anymore. Oh, well, I don't wear skinny. And this jeans, is at but... least according. I, here I am, like I'm like fucking you know Giovanni Versace. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I was reading in yeah, this yeah. Uh, Interesting. article. So my thing is, no. Excuse me. I, I, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna stick with the jeans that I have, which are more of the former fitting. They're not skinny jeans, but they they just fit like to to the leg. They're like slim, right? Yeah. Because I find them very very comfortable. Always have. Okay. Like I liked it in the '90s when those were the like as a kid, I enjoyed wearing jeans. They were comfortable. Mm -hmm. And then in like you know around the year 2000, they they had to become all like you know like baggy and like you know like loose and all this kind of stuff and I, it's so uncomfortable it's very it's a very unsatisfying feel mm. and wear of jeans I did a lot of baggy jeans back in my day right uh, so I'm, I'm good I, I'm good I'm not going back you're a big to, stretch jean the old guy are you or you like raw denim and stuff um, I have one pair actually the one pair that I had that was like that really stretchy denim uh, the snap busted I keep meaning to take it to oh. um uh, or the zipper like broke or something. Oh. I keep meaning to take it to the um, Taylor guy or whatever. Yeah, the dry cleaner. She'll fix it for me. But uh, the other ones I have are, I mean, they're 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 Levi's, so they kind of have some give to them. Oh, see, I'm like, I. It's interesting. I've always, I've never really loved. But I'm not doing the baggy jeans anymore. Yeah, I've always loved like cargo pants and you know BDUs, all that like army stuff. Um, and jeans, I've you know, I never really had a love 
love relationship with jeans growing mm. up only because and that's because I wore them so baggy so when I would wear form-fitting jeans I never really liked jeans right right but as an adult I've grown to really appreciate jeans because of only because of the stretch right two percent uh, spandex in them at least okay. well, not at least I don't even one percent spandex isn't really good enough for me if the jeans are really stretchy I love them yeah. but I really still to this day cannot stand like jeans that have no give it's just for me so uncomfortable yeah I no, can't I, deal with it I, I feel largely the same way thankfully the two pairs that I had that were kind of almost like that I've had them long enough now that they kind of just I broke them in, I guess. Oh, okay, well. Uh, but even still, there's something, it's something about like the way they don't like pull up all the way or something like, you know, like there's like, a, it's weird the way they're cut almost. Like there's mm -hmm. not enough in the seat. There's not enough flex. So they don't want to like, kind of like, they always want to be like a little too low in the back or something little, like that's that. like they're begging for plumber crack. Right. And it's like, cause a lot of them are like sit low at the waist as they describe it. Mm -hmm. Sits low at waist. It's like, mm -hmm. I'd rather just probably sit at the waist. Right. But, but what the hell do I know? Yeah, well, anyway. I'm no Versace. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll take note. Real quick, I mean, this might be on your list, but I guess, you know, we sometimes, I mean, I don't, I think we've, we're probably running over our usual uh, time here. But, uh, you, you know, usually there, at times we will talk about uh, you know, current news. I just want to send my uh, thoughts and prayers out to the the families of the people lost in the you know Titanic submersible yeah. Ocean Gate. Uh, I mean, what a story uh, that was! It captivated the nation. And and while I guess, although it, should it have, in the sense that should they have kind of just told us sooner that they probably died right away in an implosion because they seemed to know. It seemed like somebody, but it was almost like they wanted to keep it going. And in my, in my mind, if it was just because the, with the families, they want to keep all hope alive and like, you know, just in case we find them, yes, their oxygen is still, but the way that it became like this official story, like, you know, we're looking for them and it's like, you're not, you know, you know, they fucking died. You know, it's like James Cameron came out and said, when, when comms and navigation were lost right at the same time, he knew what happened. Uh, so maybe it was just, uh, you know, uh, naive optimism like just hoping like you said to cling on to hope you know as, as much they, as it's they better say, well they say that it was probably you know the fact that they used that like carbon fiber yeah, yeah. that and the it, shape too. they did it enough times that it was it's almost like you be, you bend the paper clip back and forth yeah. enough times eventually it breaks exactly you know so well it's probably better I guess you know but they theory. probably just died just like that that's the point like maybe that's like the the less you know traumatic way for the families well to that's because that's why that's 100% why it captivated the nation because people were like thinking about people being down there or, like, right fucking sitting in a could you imagine like and, and whether or not it becomes reality I was telling Jada what like an intense claustrophobic movie that would be like if you're a Hollywood producer you almost right. hope that's the story because you want to make some money because you're like right you're not, not that you're sick but like you almost want to tell that story like based on a real well one of my co-workers said they were like if they find this thing years later they'll be like almost like Blair Blair Witch Project type footage because they'll be like it's day five you know, yeah, we're out of food, and it would be. I mean, though. what? I mean, from a thank God it wasn't like that. Well, of course, like to glorify it for like a movie producer and, and turn it into a Hollywood blockbuster, you'd have a lot of material. But what an absolute horror that would have actually been, just as a story. But right. like for the people involved, imagine being in that little fucking cigar-shaped carbon fiber thing and like knowing you've got X number of hours left. You're nervous as hell. You can't see shit, but you're trying to take slow breaths. And I mean, what a fucking yeah, 
shit show that I mean that would have been just the worst thing yeah. I'm so glad that that isn't what happened yeah. now I was so excited at the thought of them being found with hours to go what an amazing story that would have been sure but I do not want them being found hours after the oxygen ran out yeah. like that's just well the hard. other and the other really dark thing was that they were saying how even if they now chances are with all the effort search efforts underway and maybe that's as much as anything why they really did continue it is that even if they got floated up and got to the surface there wouldn't have been anything they could do because it was welded shut from the outside, the, huh. the thing. Well, how so do they open not, it then? Like, do they have The to go technician back? that's there knows how to cut it open or whatever and get them back Fuck. out. But so they could have just been floating on the surface running out of oxygen too. And do you have to, in that situation, do they factor in time for like decompression? Like, do you have to go into a different, because of the pressure and everything? I'm or sure. that not yeah, down there sure long enough? Do. I'm sure they, yeah, I don't they know. have to. No, you're probably right. They have to make sure they go up at a slow enough pace. It's just crazy to think that like, you know, there's so many warning signs in all situations where it's so easy to play Monday morning quarterback, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like everyone just knows how stupid all of this, I guess, ended up being. But it happened dozens of times and no one really bats an eye. I mean, some former colleagues like complain about it and right. warn about it, but it happens dozens of times and it seems normal. It's like, ah, it's just another thing. But then when something wrong happens, it's like, oh my God, how did we not see all the warning signs? It's just well, crazy. When it's, and when it's that small a group of people that are doing something, yeah. that's probably as much as anything why I can fly under the radar too. Because I mean, if you have to pay $250,000 to do it, there's not that many people doing it. True. And I'm such a fan of like the Titanic. And you know, are, you, are you sort of like one of those like, Titanic people to an extent? Uh, well, I've been to like an exhibition, you know, with all the artifacts and, you know, uh -huh. I, I love, it's my favorite movie. So I'm, and I have some books. I'm fascinated by the story and, um, you know, the grand, the grandness of the ship. I'm, I'm fascinated really by all of it, but mm -hmm. I'm not a big like history guy per se, never was, mm -hmm. but there are a few things in history that truly fascinate me. Like certain wars fascinate me. Mm -hmm. The Titanic story really fascinates mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. So the idea that this was- Are looking, you a civil war guy? Um, I can't say I am. That yeah, award That's kind of, for me, that's like my thing. I'm a big civil war okay. guy. Okay. Um, so the fact that they were looking for the Titanic, for me, right. brings the story a little bit closer to home and it makes it more, even more fascinating. And, and to your point with the Monday morning quarterback, like I've often said like, couldn't you have just been on the boat and like send a rover down there and like look and be like, wow, that, there it is. Like I'm right here. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. the fact... I don't know why you had to go all the way down. I mean, I mean, again, it's Monday morning quarterback. Jada said, like, and I was reading, so she said she never wanted to do something like that. I can't disagree. They talk about the fact that we know more about our solar system and yeah. all the different planets that are millions and millions of miles away right. than we know the depths of the ocean. Yeah. I read something on, like, alternative, not alternative press, uh, AP News. Uh -huh. uh, Associated that, Press. Associated Press. I'm thinking like the, the alternative magazine from the 90s. Yeah, yeah. That uh, only tw they say only 20% of our ocean has even been mapped. Right. And there are so many, so many countless like species that are down there that we're not even aware of. I know. It's, That's it's just crazy. crazy. It is. And it the is. ground, I mean, you would think the bottom of the ocean, I was telling her, is almost like just flat sand with a couple seashells. But the bottom of the ocean is basically like a fucking mountain range that you're descending upon. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to think about for me and yeah. thousands and thousands of feet down too. Right. Oh. Yeah, it is. It's wild. And especially when you think about some of the ways that they justify space exploration, right? Like, you know, some of the things you'll hear from like a traditional scientific perspective is like, oh, we could discover new treatments for disease. We could find new life forms. Yeah. We could find all this. And meanwhile, there's stuff underneath the ocean 
that's actually connected. Like in terms of biology, we all came from the water at some point. So like chances are there's a lot more going on and they have found stuff yeah. with deep sea exploration that like, you know, drives new medicines and stuff like that. So it's pretty wild how there is no interest to an extent. Yeah, maybe it's minimal just, interest at least. It's just so complicated. Like, it's easy, it's crazy that it's easier to get up to space than it is to go yes. down. And I have not, nothing against space exploration. I'm a, I'm a huge universe guy, more so than like the ocean. Like this is right. something that's recently fascinated me. I love the universe, I love the solar system, I love the planets, I love exploration and, and the questions that are out there. But it's just crazy to think, to your point, that we just don't know enough about our own freaking planet. Right. Yeah, like before we have any major, major explanation exploration of the undersea, you know, landscape, we'll probably get to Mars. Yeah, you're right. So. It's such a scary place, and it's crazy to think about how scary it really is. You can't see right. more than like a few feet in front of you. Right. And it's pitch darkness, and oh my god, like. So we're definitely running long. Oh god, yeah. Uh, but I'll just give a couple quick points before we go. Uh, one, Chris was uh, kind of frustrated with me recently because I we had a new license plate, new registration for the car because we bought it as opposed to being leased. Mm. And he really wanted me to put this license plate on. So I said, okay, you know, I'll do it. He said, can you please go do it? He's like, you know, I didn't marry an effeminate gay guy for a reason, okay? <laughs> Fucking hilarious! Isn't that nice? Oh my god, he was dead serious when he said it. Yeah, yeah. It was oh. like, you know, like it's time to go do your manly duty. Oh, that's oh, so cool. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Um, oh, and then you know how on the Stern show they call people or they refer to the whack pack. Uh, it's been so many years. I've been. That's like all the like kind of like you know the Jeff the drunk like. You oh know, okay. Um, the, the people like the random the woman who's certain it's really into mermaids in Brooklyn or whatever you okay. know like all whatever but I'm thinking for our show we should have a flip farm oh it's a flip farm it's like um you know like walrus the fucking walrus like Wendy Wendy uh and you know some other people that from my past maybe like Clown Shoes Francis and Philly Kyle and Vermont what about the princess She's separate? I don't know if I, I can't really consider Princess Jada as part of the flip farm because she's okay. just here too often as like a contributor. I love that. You know what All I mean? Right. Like she's sort of like a Well thank you. Yeah, more more like a contributor, more like a like a soft co-host. You know I like I mean? that. Kinda. I like that. Yeah. Um oh. oh. A gay man might have just fallen in your kitchen. Yeah. You alright, Chris? Okay. <laughs> Almost done here. I didn't marry an effeminate gay man right. for nothing. I think you should go home for the grocery. All right, let me. Should I? Well, yeah. last thing I'll say, and then we. Ah! Last thing I'll say, and then we can close up shop. Yeah. When at work, okay, if there's three stalls, you should never take the middle. Please stop number twoing in the middle. Yeah, stall. I agree. You didn't even have to say, and I, I mean, know. it's it, it's honestly sociopathic. Yeah, it's not. And good. you have no idea how often I go in there. It's not right. And there's somebody. Going in the, in the middle stall. It's not right. It's unbelievable. I agree with you. Um, you know, either you use one of the outside two, or you wait. Yeah. So there's no justification for certainly going in there and just going in dry, and you're going to choose that middle stall. Completely sociopathic. But if there's, if there are other outside two are occupied, you wait. The only time I would be using a middle stall. Is a if the outside two are occupied, and it's an and emergency. B, a, yeah, a full-on fucking full-on emergency. emergency. Yeah. Yep. And I would probably apologize as I sit exactly. down. Exactly. Exactly. 
Thank you. I'm really, yeah. I'm really glad that we had this discussion. Yeah, me too. All right, well, that's it. And yeah. uh, I guess I better go kind of see what's going on with the groceries. Yeah, that's right. What a great episode, James. Thank you. Most American podcast ever created for Jada, for Evan. Yes. I'm James Flippin. Kevin's very good. The most American podcast ever created. Oh, and your blessing. I don't know exactly which ones Jada's referring to about my stereotypes mm-hmm. without even mentioning any of them. Mm-hmm. Jada, would you agree that at least okay. some of them are probably not only funny, but maybe a little bit accurate? No. <laughs> She's so horrible. She's so horrible. I can't believe she said it so quick. She knows all of it. She's looking for fans. I don't she just sold me out, man. That is bullshit. But I'll give it to you. Yep. She sold me to the river right yeah. there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. As soon as this mic goes off, yeah. her answer, I think, will change, but the fans will never know. This has been a Flippin' Out Radio production. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hate flipping out radio. Back the gain off a little bit. You gonna talk? Oh, testing, talk. testing. Speak, say a full sentence. You like, say a full sentence. Not quite as loud as ours, it's, but it's... it's. Uh, I also lowered us a little bit. I, I think I always come a little... No, go again. See closer. Go. Is that better? That looks good. Yeah, but no, you're not... I don't want you to be uncomfortable. I'm not uncomfortable, though. I, I can just, want to I say can something. Move, I, I, I can move it towards you more. I'm good. I promise. You look... Oh, you I'm very comfortable. All right, well, then you're good. Thank you. Cool. Oh, my God. Oh, my... Is this being recorded? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, no, not at all. Not being recorded. <laughs> it is being recorded, but we're not live. All right, now we'll wait. Wait, so that would, this is pick up in the, uh, the, is this like, going to pick up in the audio version of the podcast? Me panting like a dog like that? Oh, my God. Because Blondie loves that stuff. Who does? Blondie, Blondie? listens, he, lo- he loves the audio How oh, I put that at the end of the- Yeah, he loves that. Good. So he's going to hear me making those weird noises. Oh, he'll hear it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's sickening visually, too. I, I just wish you could have yeah. heard the noises you were making on the ride yesterday. Oh, that was my so God. Not- we, were, we were at the state fair. Uh-huh. Uh, great. And this might be good for the pop. Right, let's, all right, let's, let's, just start, let's just start the thing. Yeah, because we could talk about the old... That was really obnoxious. Well, we're going to talk all about it. Rumpus time is over. This sucked and you failed. Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Our RS is in the jackpot. We don't do something there. Uh, I think the fuck not, you trick-ass bitch.